Let me talk to you. Welcome to another exhilarating episode of Sofa King Smarts Podcast. We are about to do our WWE Elimination Chamber and Monday Night Raw review. My name is Chet Von Chetsky, and once again, I am joined by my co-host, that dude Ben, a.k.a. Vincio, also known as Vincio. And down below, we have none other than Nathan Two Belts Smythe, the reigning, defending, undisputed, UFC and WWE predictions champions, champion of the Sofa King Smarts podcast. How are you doing, Nathan? And how does it feel to carry the world of this podcast on your shoulders? Literally. I got to take these off. They're heavy. <laughs> oh, nice. <laughs> oh, it feels man. great. It feels great to be back with both belts. Nice. <laughs> they never left. Been there, done that. <laughs> yeah. I actually just got them out of Nathan's room. I have to take them back when we're done. Oh. It's <laughs> <laughs> like father like We're doing my belts. We're doing my belts. Yeah. My belts. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so we had an elimination chamber this past Saturday, emanating from Perth, Australia. Uh, what time did you boys watch the uh, pay-per-view? Live. live. <laughs> oh, live. Yeah. yeah. 5 a.m. Yeah. Eastern. 3 a.m. Dedication. 3 a.m. Mountain time. Oh, yeah. 3 a.m. You live in that third world, yep. third America's time zone. America's in, uh, time. In America. America's yeah. time. In, in America, we don't change time. We don't, <laughs> yeah, we don't have we don't we don't have daylight savings time like you communists. No, y'all just change time zones twice a year. You just no, look at don't. it differently. No, we don't change shit. No, Arizona uh, doesn't change at all. We don't change at all. Uh no, I, I, I stayed up, I smoked the cigar around nine o'clock and then had a ginormous thing of coffee and i was able to stay up until halfway through oh no no maybe right when the men's chamber started i fucking fell asleep <laughs> i couldn't do it because i because i that was that was friday and i woke up at six in the morning friday for work so i had been up for already almost 20 you know 24 hours so yeah that's, that's a tough run it was tough we were live we were live texting back and forth, and then he just stopped texting. And I was like, well, I think yeah, we lost oh, There it is. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Did you make it all me. the way through, Nate? Yeah, because I had I actually had to watch the last match on my way to work. Oh, wow. Well, I had it on the radio. I obviously couldn't watch it while I was driving, but I That's put smart. my phone down and sure. left it running. Sure. So, yeah, I, I, I crashed, though, Saturday night, man. I was out. Oh, I bet. Yeah, yeah it was tough. <laughs> Yeah. Hey, what but they were some, even if they were predictable, was all excellent matches. Yeah, it was great. Uh, I thought yeah. it was, I thought it was great. What time did you watch it, Chet? Noon. <laughs> what a loser. Did you did you avoid any spoilers? <laughs> There's no commitment. Yeah. Yeah, we're, we're, even we're, though all we're four text- matches were predictable. <laughs> no, I, I I wouldn't respond into a single one of those. <laughs> we were trying- I didn't look at my phone for nothing. <laughs> we were texting shit to him. <laughs> You're like, wake up, you bitch! <laughs> I wasn't getting up. Nope. I was just nope. like, I'll watch it when I get up. Got some, went, and got some food, came back, sat down, took some vitamins, and then enjoyed said the show. Prayers. It was great. Train. Yeah, said, said my prayers, prayers dude. <laughs> <laughs> That's funny. All right, well, let's get into the elimination chamber pay per view itself. Uh, the show kicked off with the Kabuki Warriors defeating Candice LeRae and Indy Hartwell in the pre-show. It was decent. Not a bad match. It did its job. Got the crowd hype. 
But the main star of the beginning of this show was the Women's Elimination Chamber. It was great. Which was won by Becky Lynch, who will uh, be on her way to WrestleMania to face Rhea Ripley. Uh, what do you guys think about this chamber? I enjoyed it. I mean, I enjoyed it. I, yeah, it was a lot. Um, it was a lot more. Uh, better than we thought. More better than I thought. Yeah. Yeah, I thought it was excellent. It was, it was mapped out very well. Let's get into uh, the order of uh, Lynch. Becky Lynch and Naomi started the match. And then the first to uh, leave the pod was Tiffany Stratton. She had a uh, wonderful little exchange. The crowd was definitely behind huh. her the entire sure, match. Sure. They were d- very disappointed when she was eliminated. She was the MVP and then of outcome- that, that match. Oh, yeah, opinion. absolutely. For sure. Yeah, she crushed, crushed it. Yeah, killed it. Next up, we had Liv Morgan coming out of the pod. She had a good little flurry. She hit like a nice little senton off the top of one of the pods. She had, you know, all these women got in some good good spots. Did a great job. Mm-hmm. Then we have uh, Raquel Rodriguez coming in. And then last, Bianca Belair. And then that's when the business really started picking up. There's a lot of good moves. Uh, I can't even remember all of them. The one that sticks out the most to me for some reason I remember is Naomi doing the drop split, drop down split from the side of the chamber because it made me laugh. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Surprisingly, was great, there wasn't that many, there weren't that many botches in this match. I mean, no, that was awesome. <laughs> yeah. Uh, but Naomi you say surprisingly said, like you were like waiting on it, well, hoping for it. I mean, I, w- I wouldn't say hoping for it, but Naomi's not, she's not a great wrestler. She's a good inter- like her entrance no, no, is entertaining no. things like that. I I was expecting Naomi to be like one of the worst things in the chamber because her last match on SmackDown was god awful. Uh, when we did predictions that week, <clears throat> I had her for like yeah. the worst and all that stuff. So so she's she doesn't have the best track record of of you know of having clean matches. So I was expecting a lot of botches from her, but no, surprisingly, it was it was a good pace. It, it didn't feel rushed. Um, everyone had their moments and i thought it was great i mean having it in a stadium was made with the crowd was awesome crowd was hot i thought it was way better just having it in an arena yeah yeah but let's see here all right let's go out from who eliminated who we have naomi eliminated stratton was eliminated by stratton excuse me yeah uh then stratton was eliminated by liv morgan uh, Raquel Rodriguez was eliminated by Bianca Belair, who was then eliminated by an oblivion from Liv Morgan. Finally, Becky Lynch hitting the uh-huh. manhandle slam to win this match. That really, when you look at it, was fantastic from start to finish. Yeah. All six women were awesome. Really good spots. Like you said, it was planned out well. Smooth yeah. execution. <clears throat> the, the, the biggest botch of this match wasn't on on the actual match itself it was commentary uh during during the match Corey graves told michael cole we're we're, we're, we're having becky lynch versus Rhea in, at wrestlemania i texted nate about that like during was like mid-matches he said yeah that. I'm, like, I'm like what like oh i didn't what? even notice that yeah yeah he says that and i'm like what the hell are you doing like you guys like cole and michael have a script right so they don't just they don't just come up with stuff off the top of their head they have a script to go to it's like why would you even have it on the script like that's some stuff that you just yeah, say well, when when you see things that are happening. 
Yeah, I'm not, then, I, I didn't even catch that. Yeah. Later on in the show, Corey was like, yeah, Nia Jax just texted me and said that I assumed Rhea Ripley was winning the belt, so I correct myself. Yeah. yeah. Oh, I didn't even notice that one either. Commentary yeah. was really bad in this show. I will say that Michael Cole was like he was so monotone like he you know i mean he can sometimes be annoying but, but he you know he's usually excited things like that this one he was just like he sounded sleepy he was just not him his normal self and it was just comment like i said comment jet lagged yeah, yeah jet probably lagged. I mean, but they've been yeah, there since it, like thursday wednesday though Some yeah but that's a huge Tuesday. time difference yeah yeah, hours. yeah it, it takes like, it takes a long time to adjust to that yeah i guess yeah you know you're right Michael Cole also had a couple bad lines on Monday Night Raw. Hmm. It was they were rough. We'll get to it when it happens because yeah. it was not good. All right, so Becky Lynch wins the women's elimination chamber, uh, pitting Liv Morgan to move on to WrestleMania to face Rhea Ripley. The Judgment Day in the next match, the Judgment Day defeated. I still just reading this name just sucks. Defeated the New Catch Republic. <coughs> Excuse me. The new catch, new catch Republic to retain the undisputed tag team championships. And what I'd rather them just be called Tyler Bate and Butch than the New Catch Republic. I'd rather yeah. be Bate and Butch than freaking you know change you, you get Pete Dunn back and then you get this stupid name. Mm-hmm. It's it's but it, it was a great a match. match. It was, it was a, a damn good match. match. Yeah, it was a really good match. Um oh yeah. Everyone, everyone had again. I, the, there are four matches in this four-hour pay-per-view show, and all the matches just went smooth. And again, nothing was rushed. Priest did have a botch in this one, but I think that was like the only botch that I actually paid attention to in the whole pay-per-view. So they all took their time. Uh, this match was better than I anticipated, but New Catch Republic. It's that's just stupid. <laughs> I, I guess I, I don't want to hate Cole. it, but I did. I do. <laughs> yeah, like Cole tried to justify the name too. He was like, "Well, that's it's an homage to catch wrestling and blah 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 blah." No, it's, what the hell is catch wrestling? That's just what I was stop. gonna say. What the hell is catch wrestling? I don't. I mean, I should look it up, but I don't know what. I'm gonna I Google it right it. now. It, yeah, it it's like a style of like European like wrestling where it's like holds and stuff, kind of like what Daniel Bryan does to an extent, a little bit. It's so like like, uh, so, like technical uh, wrestling, I guess, because that's what it's yeah, called. Yeah, like William Regal wrestling. used to wrestle and Fit Finley. Well, that that was so I mean, uh, that was considered technical, right? Oh, I mean, yeah, that's Wikipedia, one way to look at it. The Wikipedia definition says catch wrestling, originally known as catches can wrestling, is a hybrid grappling style and combat sport. It was popularized by wrestling uh, wrestlers of traveling fun fairs who developed their own submission holds into. Their wrestling to increase their effectiveness against opponents. Nice, oh, yeah. Huh. So it's, it sounds a lot like the more you know. It sounds a lot like <laughs> what they do in, in uh, Mexican wrestling. Mexican wrestling has like a ton of different holds and things like that that they do. I mean, you've seen it with like Rey Mysterio, Eddie Guerrero used to do some crazy ass uh, grapples and things like that. So it sounds a lot like that, but not as ex- not as extreme as the otherwise known as lucha libre. Lucha yeah, libre, lucha, doing lucha yeah. stuff. Lucha, lucha things, lucha things, yeah, lucha things. <laughs> All right, so uh, uh, oh, it, what's up, buddy? I, I was gonna say, uh, did you so did you guys notice when the screen went black uh, during the broadcast? Yeah, do you guys know what happened there? Yeah, did you guys read about it. I do. So yeah, yeah, yeah. I know what happened. Oh, okay, so for those of you who don't know, so basically the entire front row 
of the of the the, the audience started just flipping off Dominic Mysterio during the match, and that shit was fucking great. Uh, yeah, but you while you're video? watching it and the screen's black, and then you find out why later, and you're like, I got premium Peacock that they yeah. literally have like all the John Wicks on here. This is bullshit. Why can't yeah. I yes. see a middle fucking finger? Yeah. Exactly. And hear bullshit chants on Monday Night Raw. It's so lame. Yeah. Well, we could talk about what happened after Monday Night Raw. Yeah. I was going to get to Imme- that right. Immediately <laughs> after. Yeah. No, we can talk about it later. Yeah, we can right. talk about it later. Yeah, we'll talk about it later. We'll get we'll get back uh, to how WWE censoring stuff for no reason uh, <laughs> makes no sense on the networks that they're currently portraying this stuff on. Uh, we'll get back to that story later. But yeah. uh, but yeah, so, you know, this was a good tag match. Obviously, another foregone conclusion as who was going to win with uh, Judgment Day. But, you know, I, it was awesome. It got dark at the beginning of this match, when it, so it made it seem like it was a whole new venue, yeah. I thought. Yeah, the, the New Catch Republic had a lot of false finishes, which was – I mean, there was a second where I was like, man, I, I – oh, shit, they, they're, they almost won this thing. It was, it was pretty good. Like I said, oh, it was yeah. really it, good Dude, it was a great wrestling match. It was yeah, phenomenal. Yeah. You Mark. Like Finn Balor looked like – yeah, Mark. Finn Balor looked like he is – he had injured his thumb at the end. It was bleeding. He looked like he oh, had been through some shit. They said he broke his thumb, but I, I didn't. Yeah. Oh, did he? That because because at yeah. the end at he the done. end at the end he uh, he he was holding his hand and you could see like red on it and then the camera the camera just immediately uh, uh, went the other way. Because hmm. he was holding. His I just hand. saw it bleeding and holding it, and then I saw yeah. it wrapped on Monday Night Raw. So at least he was selling it. Yeah. If there, even if it wasn't. They're yeah, listening. very nice. They're listening. Yeah, they are listening. They listen you know, to my rant. You just need a little bit more, a uh, little bit more continuity. You know, continuity. not asking a lot. Just remember what you did last week. <laughs> That's all we asked for. Yeah. All right. So next up, uh, we have the was where was the uh, Miz TV? That's what I thought it was. Like the Miz TV that was on here was that before the Men's or after? Because I didn't even put it in my notes. The Grayson uh, Waller, Waller effect. effect. Sorry, it was it was before. It was before the. It was oh, the next okay. day. It was next. Yeah. All right. Well, I don't have any notes on this. So, what do you got? What would you think was, about this segment? It's fucking stupid. It was kind of pointless. Was, yeah, no, that's not, why I, I got was, no notes. Not, not, I, 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 I was say, hoping one of y'all had something. I would say kinda. It was it was very point. It was way pointless. It didn't really do anything to anyone's story. I mean, Seth Rollins said that you know he's his doctor said he's close to back to being. Uh, Capable of wrestling, the crowd went wild for that. Uh, the only, the Sports only thing, Illustrated could have dropped that on Monday Night Raw. Yeah, the only thing that that it did was set up the a, a fight for with uh, Grayson Waller versus Austin Theory coming up because they did that. They, I agree they, with that. They yeah, brought, they, it they did brought, set that up. Yeah, yeah, they set that up. So, I mean, aside from that, we knew Cody Rhodes was going to issue a challenge to The Rock. We know that Seth Rollins is going to be there and do shit. Uh, it was just fucking pointless. I mean, I, maybe if you had a dark match, maybe, I don't know, Cody Rhodes had a dark match or something after the show or something. I don't know, man, but it was just... Well, crazy. I had an idea. Uh, there was a match on Monday Night Raw this week which had commercials that was badass that could have fit in right here in this 30 minutes, and it was the street fight between New Day and Imperium. God, and the crowd would have ate that shit up. They would, it, it would not have mattered. It could have been right after the last tag team match. And they would have loved it. 
But no, we had to have, like I said, basically a Miz TV in the middle of a pay-per-view, you know, 18 hours away. But, you know, hey, the crowd was hot for this, too. Entrances, like, you know, that was awesome when everybody came out. The place, you know, but just once they just sat down in the ring and just nothing was really accomplished other than Cody challenging The Rock. So we'll see where it goes from there. But uh, let's get into the what I think is the best match of the night. The men's elimination chamber match won by Nate's favorite new wrestler, Drew McIntyre. Probably the best thing in wrestling right now. Yeah, absolutely. Best thing in wrestling. Yeah. Easy. 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 No, no, no. It's, it's, it's true. It's true. It's, Go it's easy. damn true. <laughs> yeah. He's good. Listen, he's he, he'll Drew's the best Drew. What's better Heel than Drew Heel is Drew. the best Drew. What's better than Heel Drew right now? And on, I'm mean, just asking honestly, honest opinion. What's better than Heel Drew right now? Heel Rock. Yeah, Heel Rock. Heel Rock calling people fatties and going to slap the herpes off their lip. Yeah, that's yeah. pretty great. McIntyre ain't saying shit about that. He just keeps running down old man punk, <laughs> but it's still awesome. I agree. I, yeah, Heel, Heel, awesome. Heel Rock is definitely, awesome. definitely better than Heel Drew, but. Teal Drew is fucking great. It's one of those uh, a weekend week I out character. Yeah, McIntyre, especially what he says in Raw. Oh, uh, so good. oh, nice, nice. He does. Yeah, he does say some. He says some great things on Raw. Mm-hmm. He's been saying a lot of great. He has not a lot of misses and all hits lately. Bombs. But let's get into this uh, men's elimination chamber match. It starts off with Drew McIntyre and L.A. Knight. Yeah. yeah. And then uh, out at first is Kevin Owens. And at this point, the best part of the match that was going on from anyone who hasn't entered the match is the shenanigans that Logan Paul was doing in his pod with the Sharpie, just the faces he was making to everybody. Like when he, he what did he write? Kevin sucks. Yeah. And then Kevin drew sucks. like a, a fat stick figure. Yeah. <laughs> that shit was great. Or a rotund. I let's say rotund man obese yeah obese morbidly but uh after that in came bobby lashley and he injected some carnage into this match bobby had then uh, he came out yeah bobby lashley is beloved all across the world but everybody wonders why oh why does bobby lashley get a big pop in the united states he's a former like army general or something not i'm getting it all wrong he was some army captain sergeant that goes yeah dude yeah, awesome. So anytime I see Bobby Lashley, I don't care if he's heel or face, I'm going to cheer the shit out of that man. Yeah. As he yeah. is an American, he's an American hero. hero. Yeah. yeah. Man's so, a goddamn war hero. Yeah. Goddamn I mean, war hero. He wrestles decently. He has a good, he has good entrance, yeah, good gear. I mean, his promos just kind of suck, but you have to remember that you have two of the three things that make you a good wrestler. So, yeah. They should just let Montez Ford speak for them sure. whenever they're yes. out there. Yeah, he's he's way better on the mic than him. But then uh, next we have old Randy. Yeah, yeah, Paul Heyman guy. We next we got Randy coming out of the pod, and uh, this man, I'm telling you what, if he is, if it's all a sell, the way he's selling his back, the man needs an Oscar, an Academy Award, a Daytime Emmy. I don't know what awards they're giving for wrestlers. Give him something because the man is selling his back like he's in the most agonizing pain anyone in the world is. So if it's all a sell, good for you, Randy. You you, you got me semi hooked. See, I, I thought about that too when I was watching this match. 
And then I'm all like, mm, nah, it can't be a sale. Because, again, it goes back to that my, my issue with Seth Rollins' back injury. How, you know, I had I had a real back injury and I couldn't take any fucking bump whatsoever. And these guys are taking these giant bumps from a wrestling standpoint. And there's no way it's real. Sorry, Wait, Seth me. Rollins has a bad back? That's news to me. Oh shit! I'm sorry. I'm just kidding. I, I, I didn't no, mean to spoil. I know. Uh, yeah. I know. I didn't mean to spoil. Oh, damn before. man! I, I was just catching up to Raw from seven months ago, dude. <laughs> S. S. Nakamura, he'll tell you. Yeah. Yeah, I think that's probably who he was facing seven months ago at that pay per view because that was like his second feud after he won that title. Yeah, right before, yeah. <clears throat> right before Survivor Series. Yeah, I think so. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> and then finally, <laughs> the last person out of the pod. Is Logan Paul, the United States champion. And this gentleman put on a show. Oh. And he got his ass whooped all over that entire cage. And he even delivered a little bit of ass whooping. But this guy is a megastar. Yep. He got what do you think about him, Nate? He did. He, I knew he was going to do well. Um, but he did really well. Uh, he's. I tell Amy all the time, I'm like, if this guy would have started in wrestling, and have been training for the last 10 years, he'd be the greatest wrestler in the world. Hands oh, down. yeah. Absolutely. Arguably, yeah, for sure. For sure. I mean, the yeah, exposure he's getting for WWE is astronomical. The, fu- the funny yeah. thing is, <clears throat> with Logan Paul, is all the AEW smarts that just say he's the wor- like one of the worst wrestlers ever. And I just... I am the type of person where I try to look at it from both both points of view. So, like, when I tell you guys I hate something, it's because I fucking hate it. So, to to sit there and say that Logan Paul is one of the worst wrestlers in the world, it, 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 there's no logic behind that, like, at all. Like I'd like to hear it if they – whatever they whatever – they, whatever logic they think they have, please well, someone uh, said, someone enlighten said that, me. Someone said that, like, one of these uh, Facebook groups that I follow that I – that uh, I forgot what it's called, but someone said that like Daniel Garcia was a better wrestler than Logan Paul, and I'm like, what the fuck is wrong with you? Like, really? Like, really? Like, you mark out so much for yeah. AW that, that you say that? Now, is he better than The Miz? <laughs> I mean, than, than MJF? I don't know. MJF is a great storyteller. He doesn't he doesn't need high you know high spots like like Logan Paul does uh, in the ring. So no, he's not better than MJF, but. When you say Daniel Garcia or anyone in that fucking level, it's fucking stupid. Like it's it's hard. Oh, did you know Daddy Magic is a better wrestler than Logan Paul, the United States champion in WWE? <laughs> I heard that. Jesus Christ, Daddy Magic. Who are you? <laughs> yeah, I mean, yeah. <laughs> His nipples get real hard when he starts thinking about Logan Paul. Yeah, that guy, better wrestler. All right, yeah, dude. Yeah. These AEW. I mean, just this past week, Dave Meltzer said that uh, poor people don't watch AEW. I saw that. <laughs> like, and only poor pe- and poor people watch WWE yeah. or something. I was like, what in, what in the world is this man on? He is smoking yeah. all the vitamins. Yeah. There, there <laughs> the was good a, ones. There, yeah. was a, there was a video, uh, uh, a video out there uh, that the AEW marks were, were posting where it has Becky Lynch's entrance. And it's like nobody around. And everyone's like, look at look look at you know the elimination chamber, and then look at all out and comparing it. And people are like, that was the sound test. Like, why are you even doing? This? Yeah, like, why are you comparing? It was the fucking. That was sound a full test? stadium. Exactly. Like it's, shown it's, multiple angles. It's so stupid. Like how the AW marks are trying to just compare this to all out. First of all, it's a gimmick. It's a gimmick 
it was a gimmick pay-per-view. It's not going to sell out uh, 80,000 tickets like All Out did. They, I think the max capacity was 61, I think. And WWE purposely left out those corner spots because you couldn't see anything from the ring. Yeah, you can't. Yeah, it was like, oh, the floors leaked. It was like, you didn't want those seats. No, hell no. No, hell no. Shit. You'd rather be in the stadium near the upper deck than have be obscured yeah, the entire time. Exactly. Well, you know, the AEW marks are going to get their one saving glory this Sunday at Revolution, which has about 30-something tickets left, which I'll be going to. I'm yeah, super pumped. Let's yeah, go. it's going to be awesome. Sting's last match. So, yeah, we they, they'll have that little picture they can show everybody for a few weeks. But then they're going to go back to their 2,200 fans. I want, but I want, you know what? Let's get back into this WWE Elimination Chamber, I want which to was see, a phenomenal match. I want to see you match. marking out to, and crying to the Young Bucks coming out. That's what I'm not going to do I'm that. I, you, I'm going to literally <laughs> verbally eviscerate them and John Moxley and let them know how much I think they suck now. And then I'm going to celebrate and be pumped for everything else. But yeah, my favorite thing to do when I go to AEW is just flick off John Moxley and say you fucking suck, Maybe. and then I, then all the Moxley marks around and get pissed. It's so fun. Is that is that this weekend? Yeah, this Sunday. Sunday Chet. night. <clears throat> yep. Chet's gonna go. Yep. Me and my buddy not, going. It's gonna be dope. And not wear his baseball cap, so he can go bald and say he's cosplaying as Johnny Moxley. <laughs> say that one more time. I said you're gonna, you're not gonna wear your hat so you can go bald and say you're cosplaying as John. No, Moxley. if I grew my hair out, it would look better than his. I just, I, yeah, he's, he's I just gonna, understood when it, it was time to let it go. Yeah, be like that some, crying, of these, some of these young bucks, CM man, fan crying and shit. Yeah, that's gonna be Chet. <laughs> the camera. The camera will cut to Chet during the Moxley entrance. It'll be like, dude. yep, I, dude, I hope that so much. <laughs> Oh, that's hilarious! Yeah. yeah, me too. I'm, <laughs> I'm gonna watch just to see if I can see you. Where are your seats, by the way? Not, they are in the third row of the upper deck, about uh, I'd say. So we can the see next section basically. over from where the ring is. No, I'm yeah. be on the cam side. Uh, okay, hard, I mean, hard cam side. Sometimes they show it, like when they do, like the the fans and shit. Oh yeah, dude! I got awesome seats, like for Hell being yeah. in the upper deck. Like I'm almost looking directly at the ring. Hell yeah, man! So, I hope you have fun. Yeah, I'm should be fun. It's gonna be yeah, awesome. Should be fun. Oh, it's gonna be fun as fuck. Yeah, my first pay per view ever. I, the, other than that, the last one I almost went to, and I'm glad I didn't, was oh, the shit. Survivor Series in Atlanta, where Sheamus five fifteen uh, beat Roman Reigns after that tournament. Oh Jesus! <laughs> almost went to that one, and it was like, nah, this this is gonna be shitty, <clears throat> and it was. But this is a better WWE time we're in right now, dudes, than that time, which blew. So let's get back to this elimination chamber with the eliminations. We had Mac, we had we had Drew McIntyre eliminating Lashley first. I believe Nate guessed that correctly on the scorecard. Unfortunately, I I believe you got both women's and men's elimination chamber first eliminations correct. And then next, I had a uh, had a process. I figured, yeah, yeah, dude. Obviously, you still got two belts. You know stuff. All right, then we have Randy Orton eliminating Kevin Owens with an RKO, followed by Randy eliminating Logan Paul with an RKO while Logan Paul was holding the brass knucks in his hand. It was great camera angle, done perfectly well. And then Drew McIntyre eliminates Orton with – or no, actually, a Logan Paul comes back in, eliminates – or uh, hits Orton with the brass knuckles and McIntyre 
drapes over for the pin and the chamber victory. And this was another solid chamber match from um, six badass dudes. And even though the, the finish was predictable, I still enjoyed every second of this match. It was fun, entertaining, some carnage. Bobby Lashley spears through the pods to Logan Paul and Kevin Owens were badass. Those did look like they didn't feel good at all. Uh, Knight taking uh, who was it that he that he smashing the head on the pod and then Kevin Owens was hitting it from the other side. That was fucking dope. Oh man, was, it, uh, was he was he was the night? Uh, it had to be Drew McIntyre because he was yeah. still in the match. Right. Yeah, that was yeah. cool. And then one thing that I that I surprised me is that I didn't know that I wanted this match for WrestleMania. Fucking Logan Paul versus Randy Orton. That's gonna be the match. Yeah. Yeah, because I, I thought and, they were going to do Logan Paul, L.A. Knight, yeah, and yeah. they went a different route. <clears throat> I mean, oh, yeah, I, AJ, oh, I forgot. AJ Styles flew 18 hours to lay some chair shots into L.A. Knight. That's dedication to whooping someone's yeah. ass. Yeah. I mean, you, you have to you have to think that they probably had some dark matches or something, right? Because they, they flew almost everybody out there. I don't, I don't think they had any dark matches. I think that they... Dude, it was five and a half hours long and only like an hour and 50 minutes or something of wrestling for the entire time that they were there. And I've seen no footage of anybody's fan cam of a dark match. If there was one, they probably enjoyed the hell out of it, but yeah, I feel like we would have heard about it at some yeah. point. Can, can we please talk about, now that we talk about this, can we please talk about the fucking R-Truth video? Oh, yes, absolutely. That, that Please, posted. enlighten us, Uvi. What did so, this awesome gentleman uh, do at Elimination Chamber? So this motherfucker was uh, posted <laughs> a video of himself fucking, instead of going to Australia, he went to Austria and said that he was <laughs> at the event and nobody was there. Nobody was at the hotel. No one was at the airport. And then he goes, uh, uh, <laughs> driver to the aeropuerto. <laughs> he says it. He says it like in the Spanish <laughs> thing. It was so fucking good. I love our truth. National. Yeah, he's fan. awesome. So fucking great. And they yeah. did the same thing for Raw too. <laughs> yeah, he went to the wrong city. Just luckily, it was within driving distance. Yeah, San Francisco. Yeah, yeah. Uh, but yeah, All right, a- so then, AJ yeah. versus AJ versus LA Knight. Uh, that that could have something, something that could do. Something. No, that's going to be an awesome match. It could be. It can be. It's going to be some good match. good promos. I'm I'm yeah. up for it. As long as LA Knight and AJ Styles get a spot on this Mania, neither of them was on last year. No, AJ, know? AJ didn't. Get I a mean, spot. LA Knight was dead in the water after that pitch black Mountain Dew match for a little while. Mm-hmm. So Meltzer, you know what? This Mel- year he gets a WrestleMania match. It's going to be awesome. Meltzer said that was the worst match of the year. The Bray Wyatt. Meltzer also thinks. That poor people don't watch AEW. Yeah. I mean, here's the thing about that match. Live, it was pretty dope. On TV, it was, it was cool. Great. So, to each his own. I mean, I thought it looked cool on TV, too. It's something different. I mean, everybody just, nobody likes anything new or different. So, they hate on it immediately. You just can't have a little bit of fun. Suspend yeah. a little disbelief and just enjoy something. Yeah. Be like, oh man, this is cool. I've never seen this before. Let's see what happens here. Mm-hmm. Instead of just immediately shitting on it without hesitation, because it's not what you want or like. Yeah, it's tough titty. People, it's because people. What, this life, it's not always fair. Just sit back and enjoy the ride. It's because people don't go into things with an open mind. That's really the problem. You got to be willing yeah, to accept. Yeah, 
Yeah, like, like you watching television. I go in with open mind. Yeah. I go in with – I had hopes of watching – hey, I said, I said, I finished watching Breaking Bad. Is it my favorite show of all time? No, not even close. Season five definitely saved that show. It was – season five was amazing. Amazing. You're right, Chet. It was, every single episode of that show of season five was fucking – Yep. It saved it. And I started Top Better Call Saul. I started – I did start Better Call Saul, so. Nice. It, it gets – yeah, Better Call Saul gets real good. It's real good. There was one thing. Uh, I just want to mention uh, when when Saw was leaving to get disappeared or whatever, he says he goes, "I'll probably end up being some uh, manager at a Cinnabon somewhere, in God knows what." And then the first scene of Better Call Saw is <laughs> being the manager, Gene, Gene <laughs> manager Gene from Cinnabon, yeah. Yeah. making the most amazing thought, black and white cinnamon rolls I've ever seen yeah. in my life. I thought that was phenomenal. <laughs> that's, that's great. That's great. Good, good stuff. Yeah, that was good. good stuff. Yeah, Gene was good. He was a good manager. He's a good man. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Better lawyer. Better lawyer, though. (laughs) All right, let's get back to the final match, the main event of Elimination Chamber. Rhea Ripley defending her Women's World Championship in her home country against Nia Jax. Probably all of our favorite women's wrestler, right? Nia Jax, you would say, boys? Nope. His name is me, yeah, if, your name, yeah, if, if you have two championship belts and your name is Nate, <laughs> you're a Nia Jax guy. Nia Jax guy. Boo. Boo. Boo these people. <laughs> Boo that man. Yeah. Uh, but, yeah but the she crowd was pretty hot for this. Yeah, she got a she pop. got a pop. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, it was, you know, it was Nia Jax's best match. I, I can't think of another time in the ring I enjoyed Nia Jax more than the time Randy Orton hit her with an RKO. So you know that what? Was that was that was this was her best match. I don't I don't remember any horrendous botches, which is what she's known for. Not, not any point did I think she hurt Rhea Ripley or killed her. But uh, Rhea Ripley ring attire was holy crap, a phenomenal. Oh. That was something else. It was something else, brother. Award nominee. Oh, yeah. Possibly. Without question. Could be. It's definitely in the running. It's up there. Oh, man. Yeah. Uh, Did you notice uh, there was one point in the match where it looked like one of Ripley's piercings was ripped out? No. No. Yeah. It it looked kind of. I mean, it did look crazy, but a couple times they zoomed in, it looked. It could have been. I have no idea. But that's how it appeared on TV. I didn't. I didn't rewind it. I was just see if maybe y'all picked up on it as well. No, no I didn't. I, see I, it. No, I didn't see. It. I didn't even see anything on on social media. No, yeah, I figured if I saw something by now, so it's probably nothing. But yeah, that was. Uh, it was a good match. Rhea Ripley defeating Nia Jax. Um, she with the Riptide, so she got her mm-hmm. up with that. Uh, I was, you know, crowd went. Huge pop, celebrate yeah. with the family. Yeah. Do you see the one guy who like came over from his seat, obviously not in the family, and like patted her on the head and security was there in like two seconds? They ripped his ass out of there. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. He could have just stood there, not done anything, and just celebrated and been fine. But no, he had to pat her on the head. Yeah, I don't understand why people <laughs> fucking do that, Bobby. Nah, if it, you know, unless you're like ringside and you're holding your hand out for someone's interest and you might get a high five, you might not. That's one thing. But don't be just touching them from the fourth row when they just happen to come to the guardrail during yeah. a match. That's yeah. just pathetic. Stay in your seat. 
Yeah. Just yell. Yeah. Well, one yeah. one of my favorite Give things. The fingers. One of my favorite things about this match it's just in the in the entrances. Uh, Rhea just as soon as she walked out, you can see she was about to get riddled with emotion, and then she starts singing her own song. And she's singing her own song like down the ramp to try to help calm those emotions. I thought that was fucking awesome because she looked like a badass singing her own fucking music. Yeah, she did look like a badass. Yeah. Yeah. It was all she looked like a bazillion dollars coming out. I mean, it had to be awesome in front of your home country, oh, sold out stadium, main event. It. I mean, Grayson Waller had a decent pop too because he's from Australia too. Oh yeah, that was yeah. Like like I said, the best part about that whole thirty minute segment was. The entrances after that, it was it is what it is. Yeah, it accomplished some things, but yeah, the pop for all those like when Tui Tuivasa and him did the shoey, that was badass. Oh my god, yeah, yeah I got a, a, I popped for that. And who was like, I don't know who that is, and I was like, Yeah, yeah, that, well, I don't know who that was. I've seen this. Sh- well, I see, I don't want to do UFC homework because that's that's what makes the other pod good. Um. But I do know that he's got a good point. I do know that the boot thing is a tradition. It's a cultural thing in Australia. But apparently, people all over the world were shitting on it like really bad. And that the, well, that's really? just because they don't know about Australian sports customs. That, 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 yeah. That, yeah, that's what that was the biggest thing. You know, some other pods were bashing, and I'm just like, dude, if you don't know it, don't fucking comment. Don't make don't without you know without looking it up or whatever it is. Don't make a comment. It sounds like people explode. If like someone pissed between two slices of bread, just started scarfing it down or something ridiculous. Yeah. Like it's the worst thing. Like it just dumped. Most of these people are probably wearing brand new shoes, you know. Especially those stars. Who, yeah, who gives a shit? Yeah, doesn't yeah. matter. Yeah, I had no idea. Who yeah, that people complain about everything. Some people just can't have any joy. And it's yeah, unfortunate. That's the truth. Yeah. yeah. No shit. No. But yeah, the Rhea Ripley wins. So yep, she's going on to face. Becky Lynch at WrestleMania, which was already spoiled, obviously, by Michael Cole or Graves earlier in the show that yeah. you guys point out. I didn't even catch that. So, yeah. it, but it, I didn't it, even need to hear them say that to know it either. Exactly. <laughs> but what the, yeah, we all saw it coming. I think the, the, the biggest takeaway from this, from this pay-per-view was you can be as predictable as possible wrestling, but if you make the journey there exciting, it's, it's not going to matter towards the end. I mean, we all knew Becky was winning. That's, good point. That's winning. a good point, Ubi. And but every the the sequence of everything was amazing. So we didn't even care at the end towards towards the end when fucking Becky and Drew won because it was great. Yeah, no, the match was so well put yeah. together. It did, yeah, yeah, it was phenomenal. Very well put together. All right, well, let's get into Monday Night Raw. That was Elimination like Chamber. It. Now we got Monday Night Raw. I like it, Raw. And that was only two days later, and they were back after eight eighteen hour flight. So I give it to them. It was, uh, they put on a heck of a show. Uh, part one of Monday Night Raw from San Jose, California. We had a Rhea Ripley and Becky Lynch promo, a Nia Jax beatdown of Becky Lynch, Sami Zayn defeating Shinsuke Nakamura for the hundredth time, I feel like, in the last hundred weeks, Raquel squashing Chelsea Green, an excellent Gunther promo with Judgment Day. And yes. Imperium defeated New Day in a badass street fight that, like I said, should have been on the pay-per-view because that would have been awesome. Yeah. Gentlemen, what did you think about this first part of Monday Night Raw? I enjoyed it. For the most part. I, I enjoyed, enjoyed it. It, it was, um, 
yeah, there was a couple small things that I was like, do we really need this? Yeah. But um, yeah, it, it, I understand that it's a three hour show and they have to fill three hours. So they have to give us a little bit of that. But I, the match wise, uh, well, just the men's matches um, were great. They were, they were phenomenal. Um, my, my thing was now that we know Becky Warren and Rhea, obviously they're going to fight at the, at WrestleMania, this having Nia coming back and attacking, it's like, come on, like let, let them do their own fucking thing. Let them go and build their own fucking story for WrestleMania. Nia Jax has nothing to do with the story any longer. So that yeah. kind of, Oh, I see. That was my favorite part of that whole thing was when Nia Jax beat down Becky because I was I do Becky Lynch is probably one of my least favorite. She's like becoming Charlotte to me now. Just great wrestler, but I just don't care. Just yeah. something else, something new. Sorry. When you talk, I don't care about the man coming around. I don't care about, you know, that's yeah. all that's all she said the entire time. She comes up with nothing new. She's the man. You guys like this hat? That was her best line from last week. Do you guys like this hat? Yeah, it was stupid. And that, yeah. Uh, so I, I you know do, what? I Rhea Ripley that. was awesome. I do agree. The man, the man stick is 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 faded. It's not. Is it going to be the gimmick that defines her? I don't know because she still has a lot of her a lot of years left. But I don't know if it's going to be her best thing because it's already overplayed. When you're tired of a gimmick and you want them to change, I think that's bad for a character yeah and it's unfortunate for me because they're putting on great work it's just i just don't care so i mean it's just yeah it's like i'd rather just see something else yeah it's like like sammy sammy's back to his heel his excuse me his baby face too too good uh just too good for it and his best part was you know last year when he was anti-hero so. Yeah, well, bloodline and yeah, against the bloodline. That was yeah, it was awesome. Yeah. Now he's just like, oh my god, I got to win. I'm a champion. I'm going to be a champion one day. Yeah. I mean, he looked. He thought he looked like he had won Game Seven of the World Series after yeah. he beat Shinsuke Nakamura. Yeah. He celebrated as if it was the main event of WrestleMania. Yeah. And then no one, no one came and brought him a title. Yeah. <laughs> but I also read that was his first match since. Her first victory since he beat, I think, J.D. McDonough before Survivor Series. Yeah, it's been a while. Yeah, really? so, I, you know, I, it's been a while. It's been like it's been a long time oh, wow. since he won a match almost. So, uh, yeah, you know, he was he had a reason to celebrate. So, what when it come, when so b- back to this Gunther thing, what do you guys think? Do you guys think we're getting a ladder match for Mania? I hope what I told you guys earlier when I was doing a little mark math while I was driving down the road is that they have a six-man ladder match night one of WrestleMania mm-hmm. with the winner facing Gunther night two of WrestleMania. And I think that match should open night one of WrestleMania and just get the crowd hype. That'd what do you sick. think, Nate? You're going to be there. I will be there. And I, I think I was talking to Hoovy earlier. I was telling him, like, Gunther didn't just mention all those guys in that promo yeah. for nothing. Yep. Like he didn't mention uh Chad Gable and he didn't mention Sami Zayn and he didn't mention R Truth for nothing. Like it has to there has he, to the be Miz. something. He mentioned yeah, the Miz. Yeah. So I, I think that like that ladder match um in the one in Dallas, they had those ladder match in San Francisco and they both opened the show. 
and they were for the Intercontinental title, and they yeah. almost stole the show. Yeah, yeah. My 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 guess or my hoping is because this is and this is just long, long, the long for the long story. So night two is I think is going to when we're ha- we're going to have the IC belt for the ladder. Uh, I think Gunther retains, but in night one, Priest and Balor lose their belts, and then Priest cashes in on Gunther after after he wins the belt, uh, uh, retains it at. at uh, he could. At, yeah, you at, could at, at Mania, and the only reason because he's not going to cash in on Rollins, he's not going to cash in on Drew, and then Money in the Bank is one month later. I don't. I just don't think there's enough story to have him basically lose all the belts or have them all lose belts and disband the judgment day at this point. So it has, the cash, it has to be a WrestleMania for sure. I think so. That's good. But, but I do that's like, fair, that's I, Mark math. You were doing, you were doing some Mark math there. You were crunching yeah, the numbers. Yeah, I, I like yeah, it. No, but I, yeah, I mean, it does have, yeah, those numbers add up. I do like the idea of having the, the, the ladder match night one and then fighting Gunther night two. Because then that pop for whoever wins and beats Gunther, if they do, would be amazing. Because you know you go against all the odds, especially like Chad Gable, because Chad Gable you know comes in and everyone wants him to win. Well, oh man, that would, would be, be awesome! Great. I wanted to be him so bad. Yeah, me too. If 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 it's like Chet, like Chet says, I want I want Chad Gable to win. Yeah, Chad Gable. I, I mean, I don't really want Sami Zayn winning it. No, Chad no. Gable promised his kids. He promised his kids. Yeah, he did promise his kids. And Gunther did bring up, you know, I embarrassed Gable in front of his family. And I was like, yes, you fucking did. You made his kids cry. It was awesome. Yeah, fucking Mark and that made me want Chad up. Gable to beat his ass even more. And when he didn't, no, I was no. like, man, I hope they revisit this one day. Those, those Mark ass and kids. Hopefully they do. Fuck them. I do, I do want to see if they do. But if it's not a ladder match and it's an actual intercontinental title mat, ladder match, I would like to see Dominic get his ass whooped by Gunther in the middle of the ring at WrestleMania, just getting his ass chopped to and fro up and down Philadelphia. That would be awesome. That'd be dope. I'd be here for it. Yeah. You'd be there for it, literally, too. It's awesome. Literally. Now, yeah. one thing about Dominic is that we brushed over in our quick um, rundown of the first part of Raw, uh, Andrade. Andrade had that little segment. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Did you see that Hoovy? Oh yeah, Hoobie no, Hoobie? yeah, that was uh, the next yeah. thing in my notes here. Oh yeah, absolutely, yeah, that was awesome. My bad. No, you're cool. No, go ahead, brother. Yeah, because Andrade said I got a meeting with Adam Pierce um, in a much thicker uh, Spanish accent than I have, but uh, he Adam said a meeting. There you go. Yeah, see, that's Adam, I, I thought I thought he said Adam Piss. So. <laughs> Adam Piss. No, then Lesnar came out. No. Um, <laughs> about who his first opponent's going to be. And Dom's like, all right, good luck with that. And he's like, I'll see you soon. <laughs> no, but at first he was like, oh, hey, man, good to see you. Like he was all chum after he was yeah. so pissed off about Been what happened earlier <laughs> out there in the ring. <laughs> he's like, all right, man, I'll see you when I see you. Yeah, he was yeah, all that cool was about great. it. All right, man. Good shit. Good stuff. I hope, I hope that is Andrade's first match is against Dominic. That'd be pretty good. Any match with Dominic, I mean, first of all, the crowd is just already going to be into it immediately. And so it's just going to feed just awesome intensity in the match, especially when he gets his ass whooped. Once somebody gets their hands on that swarmy little son of a bitch, no good bastard, dirty Dom, the place explodes. Every Yeah, you son of a bitch. Yeah. So, you know, I'm always here for a good Dominic getting his ass whooped. 
any time of day. Speaking of some people who got their ass whooped, hmm. the New Day and Imperium hmm. beat the shit out of each other. Such mm-hmm. a good match. Was not expecting beat the to be a good fuck match. out of each other. I was expecting this to be a good match off the rip when they said it was a street fight and Michael Cole had no clue if they've been feuding for two years, two months, two weeks. He said it every possible combination. (laughs) See, my my thing was when when the new day came out with the, with the San Jose sharks jerseys, I'm like, Oh, this is going to be another fucking stupid pander to the crowd match because they're in San Jose. No, 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 no. They got those shits. The crap out of each other. Yeah. They they put on a show. It was brutal. Yeah. Punishing. Yeah, very punishing. I love that. The big, I mean, those big spots. I, I mean, at the beginning of the match, there was a point where they were beating the shit out of Xavier Woods in the ring with a kendo stick. Giovanni Vinci. Yeah, he was. And then all of a sudden, Ludwig Kaiser just comes in with a chair, and he he's like, I don't know where I'm going to hit you. And then he just hits Xavier Woods in the knee as hard as he can. I was yeah. like, oh, my God. That had to hurt. And, they, and then once... Once New Day got their hands on with those kendo sticks, they were laying them in. It was mm-hmm. awesome. There's a picture on phenomenal match of uh, Xavier Woods with all the welts, and it was it looked fucking brutal. Oh man, I haven't seen that yet. Yeah, those yeah. boys went through hell and back. The uh, Kofi Kingston elbow dropped through the table was sh- shot well from the angle it was done. All the replays, it was just good. It was good overall work. Great match. Like I said. Should have been on the pay per view in front of fifty five thousand people, however many people were there. Yeah, and you know the fine folks of San Jose, California, were treated to a fine match, but it should have been on a bigger stage. I agree. It's San Jose, San Jose, San Jose. San Jose. Hell yeah! Yep. But uh, yeah, so let's move on. Oh, you know what? Let's go to another banger, boys. Next up, we have Shayna Baszler and Zoe Stark defeating Candice and Indy in an absolute barn burner classic of a Raw that was so good, I'll never watch it again. You just you just want it in your memory bank once? That's it? No, the that's only how, note I have about this match, it, yeah, that's how great it was, is that I've that I just I've men and blacked it from my memory. It's gone. I have <laughs> I uh, I didn't you know. I didn't catch on the Hulu version and I didn't do the highlights because you didn't oh, miss man. anything. Yeah, you didn't no. miss squat. Yeah. yeah, Shayna Baszler is the Shinsuke Nakamura of the women's division. <laughs> so uh, that, but only note I have on this is from the R Truth Miz and DIY Regeneration X backstage segment. Yeah, that was funny. Are you ready? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so it was good. I it was yeah. entertaining. Yeah, the, um, <laughs> <his>. <laughs> sorry, man. And when our truth grabs the TV, Go and, he go, and he's like, "I gotta get my TV," and it, and then uh, Gargano was like, "He goes, I gotta get my TV. Let me let me disconnect the wires." And then Gargano's like, "Is that a wireless TV? Because there's nothing connected to the back." I fucking lost it, man. <laughs> yeah, so and our truth goes. Our truth looked at it. He goes, "Nope." Oh, yeah, that is what he said. <laughs> so good. So fucking good. It was funny as hell. Yeah. The uh, the Regeneration X. Yeah, Regeneration. <laughs> that was great. Yeah. Um, apparently, I'm not even sure if it's real or not, but Miz was Instagram live 
going on live on Instagram during Raw, locked in a locker room. I don't know if it was for shoot, brother, or if it was a, you know, just a storyline getting played out, dude. But uh, he was he was in a he was in a room wearing a suit that looked like it was still being tailored, hadn't been so finished apparent, yet. Apparently, it was real, and they um, the door malfunctioned. He couldn't get out. He was in an eight by six like closet room, and um, no they shit. had to cut a hole in the door. He had to crawl out. No oh shit. wow! Yeah, that's great. He was locked in there. He didn't think he was going to be on the run. Why wouldn't they just cut a hole around the handle? Take the fucking hinges off. Take the whole door down. Why cut a hole for the Miz to climb out? I I uh, guess the it was like locked and it they couldn't unlock it or something. I don't know. I don't know. I just tried to do some mark math on how they got the Miz out of the room, and those numbers don't add up, brother. <laughs> they sure don't. <laughs> no. Sure but uh, next up, we have a Drew McIntyre and Seth Rollins promo. Uh-huh. That there were certain parts of it that were really good, and certain parts that were asking had me going, "Huh? What yeah. is he talking about?" Seth Rollins in particular. Yeah, but uh, you know, I am enjoying Drew McIntyre right now. He is savage heel on a whole different <clears throat> level. He is every time he comes out, he wastes very little time before he just with the insults, especially to CM yeah. Punk, constantly yeah. reminding him that I'm going to WrestleMania and you're not. You know, his his line about the doctor looked at me and said, Drew, you're hurt. There's a chance you don't make it to WrestleMania. Yeah. And he's like, Who do you think I am? CM Punk? Nothing's gonna stop me from making WrestleMania. I was like, God, this guy is <laughs> and then he goes, Punk, I know you're straight edge. So I drank enough for both of us to celebrate. I was like, God, this guy is awesome. This has to be Nate's favorite new wrestler for sure. Yeah, now, if he wasn't already sold in the past couple of weeks, the man just has to be Sold on the Drew McIntyre now. DM Hunk, if you will. I bet you Nate's wearing a kilt right now. That's how much he loves uh, DM Hunk. I'm actually not wearing any pants. <laughs> nice. Even better. Show and tell. Phenomenal. Stand Hell up. Yeah, brother. Stand up right now. <laughs> no, I got sweatpants on. <laughs> oh, nice. Ooh, cool shirt, too. The, the, the gray sweatpants. Yeah. The, the gray sweatpants, too. Oh, yeah. <laughs> They're green. Oh. They're green. Yeah, so no. it's, so Angela looks like the Loch Ness monster. <laughs> a little bit of moss, a little bit of seaweed. Yeah, I'm gonna put this. I'm gonna put this water bottle in there before I go to bed. A sock, <laughs> nice. A rolled up sock. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> nah, Amy knows. She knows. <laughs> All right, so here's where it gets confusing, though, when Rollins. Uh, when his words with McIntyre and he starts talking about that there's things that are bigger than wrestling and titles and putting it into a blood put the bloodline. Yeah. But here's yeah. where I was confused because he, he kept saying at least five or six different times some risks are worth taking. And I'm like, what risk are you talking about? What do you you haven't asked him to do anything? You've not <clears throat> put forth an idea or a plan. You're just yeah, we have to stop the bloodline. Uh also my back and knees good. Uh, you're not beating me at WrestleMania. <laughs> That's like what I took away from it. And I had more questions than answers. I think it's because there's the risk worth taking is basically fighting back to back nights. That's that's what he I think that's what he means by that. Oh, okay. I haven't thought about it from that angle. Because the rumor is that night one is going to be the tag match. And then on night two, I've, I've seen a rumor that it's going to be a six way. Really? Which is why he's talking to Drew. 
were Drew on his side? I've I've heard that. I've heard I've heard Drew. Uh, I read what I've seen it two different ways. <clears throat> Drew, Cody, and Seth Rollins versus Rock, Roman, and Solo, which I don't think is going to happen. And then Drew that. and uh, Seth versus Rock and Solo, or Rock and Roman without Cody and Roman touching on right one. Cause I don't think they should blow that off. That should, they should only Cody and Roman should only fight night two. N- no well, tag match. Yeah. But they're they also have the saying whole, I, that. Oh, go, ahead. go ahead, brother. Oh yeah. They're, they're also saying that, um, that rock Cody match probably will happen before WrestleMania. So is it going to happen on SmackDown? I mean, uh-huh. the rocks on the next three SmackDowns, dude. Yeah. SmackDown. Went from seventy two dollars for next for this week on here in Phoenix to two hundred and eight dollars. Oh, they said it was sold out for forty five times on Monday Night Raw. Not not a single ticket in the house. Can't even sniff the standing room only. There's a lot of tickets left. Oh yeah. They they don't they don't care about the resale market. They just care that they got sold the first time by the vouchers who just all hawk every opening day hour minute sales and buy them all and then resell them. No, there's still sons of bitches. <clears throat> there's still a lot of tickets left from what I've seen. A lot. Not even the resale is like a lot of tickets left. There's bullshit. Because they just want people to buy those buy those tickets. Hey, it's still gonna on. it's still gonna look sold out. Oh, one hundred percent. And it's 100%. gonna the crowd's gonna oh, sound phenomenal. So. Yeah. Yeah. Except I won't go this time. Damn, didn't rock. you just miss out on the rock last time by a week? And then the next time he comes, it's a bazillion dollars to go see him. Yep. My Damn, uh, my my buddy, my buddy who uh, whose dad was uh, Henry Cejudo's boxing trainer is going, and he's like, "If my girlfriend doesn't want to go, you can come with me and just pay me later." I was like, mm. "Oh, nice!" I was like, "Yeah, hell yeah, yeah. I'm down." And Henry Cejudo, if you're watching, and we know that you are, you're a bitch. Yeah, yep, yeah. yeah. You got your ass whooped too. Pay that man his money. Yeah, paid his money. <laughs> he didn't get his ass whooped. He got his ass humiliated. Imagine, imagine a grown man carrying you around across the fucking octagon like that. Ooh, that's embarrassing, dude. Yeah. I mean, it could happen. It would happen to me. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, you're not a world champion rest, uh, fighter, though. No, he's a two-time Sofa King Smarts champion. Don't you ever sell how badass that is short, okay? That is a prestigious honor, and there are people that are all across the world clamoring to be a part of me. Yeah. I mean, Nate's living the life right now. Dana White who? They need to be talking about Nate Smythe, two belts, (laughs) Sofa King champ. I got a pen for autographs. Let's go. (laughs) (laughs) I'm going to sign Nathan's belts and send them back up. That's so stupid. <laughs> what the hell oh, is this shit? You know what you should do? Grab <laughs> grab scotch tape and then sign your name and be like, put it on there. That way he thinks it's real. Uh, oh, yeah. That's that'd brilliant. Be, that'd be hilarious. <laughs> he just loses his shit and throws you well, down. Dad, the what'd you do that for? I was going to get Cody to sign that. <laughs> <laughs> Once he finishes his story, Dad. Jeez. You know how money? You know how much money that's going to be worth? Asshole. Ah, yeah, you have no idea, son. You do understand you're not going to see that till we go to WrestleMania 41, right? Yeah, in Vegas, ain't oh, happening, no, boys. Ain't happening. Roman Reigns is defending his championship at WrestleMania. I'm going ahead and putting so. that. I'll put that on my scorecard right now. I ain't changing it. Roman Reigns. Okay, so let's say let's All say right. he wins. Let's say Roman wins. I'll keep the belt. Who else does he fight? 
who else is left? What? We said this last year. <laughs> but Not they, us, but the wrestling world. But he's but Roman what was he going to do next? Then that was just bullshit. Roman hasn't fought if, since last year. The only main signee that they had was that, and he and he got popular was his L.A. Knight, and then Randy. But he's already fought Randy. He fought L.A. Knight. He hasn't fought AJ one on one still. CM Punk, but he hasn't fought Randy since he since he's uh, I don't he hasn't had a one on one with Randy since he's been not, the tribal chief. Since, yeah, not since Randy came back. No. No, because they, I mean, and him and Riddle were battling with like the Usos, but they never had a one on one with Randy and the Tribal Chief. So that's something they could definitely explore. Okay. So that's, yeah, but I think the bigger story here is, is Rock, you know? I have no idea who he's going to face after WrestleMania. Probably won't be till SummerSlam or Money in the Bank. Either way, he's already not announced for Backlash. He's I still think Canada. he's winning that title at WrestleMania by the same bull. He ain't winning it clean by the same bullshit. They nefarious means by before. Now he's got the rock, you know, it's if Cody finishes his story and I'm watching it, I'm going to pop. I'm going to be like, Holy shit. They did it. They, they really did it. I thought they were going to take it off of, him, but you know, we'll see when we get there, boys. Nate's going to be there live. He'll see it. Would you, would you, be, would you be oh, happy that it happened or more relief that it happened? Yes. Happy because what's Cody going to do? Like we're going to get so sick of Cody being babyface Cody in a month and a half. The entire world will. Maybe not all the Cody, the biggest Cody crybabies in the world, but the the babyface chase for the title is always better than the title run. Almost every time. Not too many you can name that where the their title run was better than their chase to the title. And Cody's Two-year story of finishing the story plus year long is nothing's going to beat that on the back end once he wins. Well, like, yeah, because I'm hoping he does win and he brings back that belt that's behind you, Chet. Oh my god! Oh, that one that would be awesome. That'd be sick. That would be sick. Yeah, I hope he'd bring back the one before that, though the the big eagle, the winged eagle. Yeah, yeah. Either one that would be badass. I just. Yeah, get that big W belt off there. Need need a new belt. W. Oh, w. W. Yeah, W. W. But uh, let's see here. Where are we at? All right. Next uh. up, we have uh, Nia Jax back to Monday Night Raw. Nia Jax uh. and Liv Morgan ending in a disqualification after Becky Lynch was sticking her nose where it doesn't belong, ruining Liv Morgan's match. And uh, so later on backstage, Liv Morgan did not look happy with Becky Lynch and expressed her displeasure about her always it's not always about being always not about you becky mm-hmm. uh, that's all i really got on this match is there anything else you boys would like to add you got any uh what was your best move for the match nate uh just nia jacks not getting a victory yes that was a good one <laughs> no i think it's i think it's um i think it's the beginning sprinkles of a lib heel turn of course I'm down for that. They teased that like a year or two ago. Yeah. And then never, never went down that path. Yeah. I think it was like a couple months before the Bray Wyatt stuff. Yeah. Yeah. A couple months before all the Bray Wyatt stuff. She was getting a little uh, vindictive. Yeah. That'd be awesome if they bring mm-hmm. that back. Yeah. A goth. Do a, you think that there's a with. potential? Mm. Oh, that would be incredible. So there's uh, a new little. 
kind of like uh we want cody but a we want live starting with on the onlines on the interwebs so on that. the yeah, huh. and uh so there's a possibility that the reason i've heard speculated is that this uh rhea ripley becky lynch match could end up being a multi-woman match i don't foresee that happening but they kept both people from taking a pinfall here you know so who knows I'm not sure. I'm not down for that. I'd rather just see Rhea Ripley, Rhea Ripley and Becky Lynch. I mean, what do we have? Tw- 39 days, 38 days. Yeah. Something like they that. Said, 30, 30 tree, yeah. 30 tree days. They said 40. No, it's like 39. Yeah. 39. Cause they said 40 yesterday. Um, yeah, they did but, say 40. Unfortunately, it makes sense to have multi-women championship match because everything right now so far is singles matches. Yeah, for all the belts. Because I mean, I I figured uh-huh. they, if they're not if they're not going to do the men's and women's showcase match like they did last year, where they could get you know sixteen people oh, on the they, show, they should. They, I think they then they're going to have to have some other multi-person matches. I, I wish the showcase and those matches ended up being great. Yeah, awesome. I wish the showcase they would do. Like oh no, they, they were good. Them. I was just saying there was a way to get sixteen on the show. Yeah. yeah, I mean it got it got people hyped because that's the, both both uh, yeah. showcase matches were in the beginning. Kind of like how when Money in the Bank was a thing when it first came out at WrestleMania, it was a thing to get people the crowd excited. Showcase was perfect. I, I wish they, I wish it becomes a tradition for WrestleMania. Yeah, that'd be great. Yeah, that would be good. There's a lot of there's too much talent to everybody. Play. Everybody works their ass off all year. Everybody deserves some spot on WrestleMania. Sure. It's biggest, in some form or fashion. It's the biggest payday for them, for the wrestlers. Give it to them. Give it to them. Yeah. Yep, absolutely. All right, next up, uh, WWE, Michael Cole announced uh, the uh, death of Ole Anderson. I have not seen too many matches for this gentleman, but uh, RIP to him. He is not Arn Anderson's brother. I did look that up by blood. Oh, shit. So, but they were, I believe, 12 different different times he was tag team champion. And Arn and Ole Anderson were tag team partners. And then Arn Anderson married... Ole Anderson's daughter, thus making him his father-in-law. I found that kind of weird when I did the little research on him earlier. Wait, was that no, is that tag team partner to father-in-law? Was that is that a gimmick or like was that a storyline or is that real? No, no, he uh, he actually married Ole Anderson. Arn oh, Anderson shit. married Ole Anderson's daughter. Holy shit! Wow, yeah, that's crazy. I mean, I wonder what the so, age difference there was. Got to look up what this chick looks like. Oh man, I wonder if that's uh, Brock Anderson's mom. It could I be. Forgot about that kid. <laughs> yeah, my name's Arn Anderson, and I married an Anderson. And I pull out the Glock. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so now we got the main event of Monday Night Raw: Cody Rhodes versus Grayson Waller. Uh, Cody Rhodes defeating Grayson Waller. Uh, pretty good, decent little match. Commercial breaks kind of hurt this one from having any flow for the television viewing audience. Probably phenomenal for people in the arena watching it. But then the business really picked up after the match. After Cody Rhodes defeats Grayson Waller, Paul Heyman comes out with his... I swear the security gets less more less security every time they have security come out. They look like they've haven't secured they couldn't secure a ham sandwich from a five-year-old 
<laughs> well, this was <laughs> yeah. This was NYPD though. It wasn't security. Yeah. No, but, they were they were suspended so that, or yeah. So that was even that's yeah, even worse than security. Is that they look? I look. Yeah. Hayman was all over the place. Yeah. And then you know, I mean, I guess he's he's got extra. As we'll see later, he's got more bills because he's got two phone bills now. But uh, yeah, that was kind of yeah, I thought this was a pretty good, you know. Com- I, I mean, it was weird. Heyman was like, seemed like he was begging Cody, you know, like pretty pleased with Cherry on top to not face the Rock, and that, it just it seemed like something Heyman's character wouldn't do. It, it like, felt off. Yeah, something about it felt off. Cody had some great intensity on the mic for once. Instead of just leading with what you guys want to talk about, he was he just he seemed genuinely pissed off at Heyman for being there and seemed like he genuinely well, it not genuinely, he did beat the shit out of every one of those security guards once they got in the ring. <laughs> that poor guy. That poor gentleman. In the face. In the Dude, he took that chair to the face. And then Cody he had no time to even think about what was going on. They just immediately hit with a crossroads. Yeah. And then a couple more chair shots thrown out of the ring. Thanks for coming. You know, uh, hopefully you get reinstated with the NYPD. I can't believe you that, you know, you put on your resume willing to relocate to San Jose, California. Mm-hmm. But, uh, <laughs> you know, yeah, I hope nothing for the best miss. for that man and his future endeavors because he got his face smashed. Yeah, none, none of those. Seem but I do to, got a little bit of news on him later, so he's doing all right. None of those seem like a like a future NXT champion, in my opinion. No, like the quality no. looked just bad. So no, I mean, like the when the two guys went on the side of the ring, they both didn't had they immediately. I don't know what to do with my hands. They were putting him on the ropes. They were across their arms. They were putting him on their back. One guy wanted to put him in his pockets. It's like they did. They, they were scared shitless. And then I guess because they knew they were about to get their ass whooped. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, uh, Cody destroys the security with that chair, and he vows to hunt the bloodline instead of be hunted by the bloodline. So I thought that was a pretty good line by Cody. Some of his better work on the mic. Yeah, it was Cody Hunter. I'm in. Yeah, I mean, but if I hope they do, they actually do something about it. I mean, I want to see if he if he's going to call himself the, the you know the, the, the. What do you want to do about it? The blood, the blood. Here's the thing: if, so... he, if he calls himself the bloodline hunter, what's what is he going to do? Just hunt Solo Sokoa because Jimmy's fighting Jay, so I don't think he's going to intervene with that. Or what mm-hmm. do you guys think? I have no idea. Gonna, Anything could happen at any time. Yeah. Yeah, I was kind of, I was kind of, I just a little bit let down, like you guys say with with Paul Heyman, because it just felt, it he didn't need to be there. That they, we could have done with this. Well, Paul Heyman always seems like he's on, and he didn't seem on. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Like, yeah, it he, just, it just, awesome. it, we, we could have been, it could have been without without him being there. Uh, the two phones with Roman with the Roman case and then the bra case was cool. But then my stupid ass with logic, I was like, "Why don't you just fucking merge the, the phone calls? Just call one three way, three way." That was bro. my first thought. Yep. And then also, you know, but like I said, it was cool. That's probably the least favorite thing about the bloodline <clears throat> is with Heyman is the call Roman Reigns over the last year or two. That is like, I it it was 
it almost was a spit in the face. Like, yeah, I'm not coming to work. I'm just going to constantly remind you he's not here mm-hmm. too. Yeah. Yeah. I just thought it was, you know, at first it was pretty cool. Sometimes when he I could do it without it. it, but then when he, yeah. when he did it every single time, it was kind of redundant. Now he's got two phones, two cell two. phone bills. Like, eh. He's going to need to cut twice as many promos to afford that. <laughs> so I look forward to those because Paul Heyman, peak Paul Heyman, there's nothing better than him on the mic. Oh, sir. That dude nothing. is one of the best. All right. Give, so that's Monday Night Raw. Give me, give me Paul Heyman and Pat McAfee on commentary one night. Oh, that would be awesome. That'd be sick. And, and, dude, him and Taz, you get Taz over there, that'd be awesome. Yeah. That's some renegade shit. Yeah. <laughs> I don't care what anybody says. I think Taz is phenomenal oh, on he's, commentary. He, he's, he does agree. not give one single fuck. No, he's great. Yeah. He's All right. So you boys ready to give some awards? Hell yeah. All right. All right, Nate, since you uh, have two championship belts, I will let you take the honors. All right, all right. All right. Who did you have as the Sofa King Smarks worst dressed? Or worst mic, excuse me. You know, um, just because it felt so off, I picked Paul Heyman. Ah, You know what? I can't argue with that logic. It didn't feel right. I'm like, why is he here? Doesn't yeah. make sense. And then you got New York police officers in California. That doesn't make sense. Oh, and where, who are the sources Michael Cole was getting word from on the internet that Paul Heyman's in the back? Yeah, I forgot about that. They they if you if you go back and watch, because they I saw something on X um What's X? during the Becky Lynch, the Becky Twitter. <laughs> the Becky Lynch thing X. that um Paul Heyman, you could see him in the background. Like you could see him on TV. Oh yeah, I read that. But too. I just I just didn't notice till I rewatched it. But who yeah, are the Paul, sources, though? I really want to know who's Michael Cole getting fed. Dave Meltzer, zero no, thinks poor people. Zero, yeah, yeah, zero news talking to Michael Cole. <laughs> That'd be something else. <laughs> All right, who who'd you have as worst on the mic? I had theory from uh, Chamber. I think he was. It was just. Well, uh, oh, I forgot about him. He was brutal. Yeah, he that was brutal. brutal. Yeah. But he yeah. was often when he just kept yelling while he was getting thrown into the car. Oh, yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. Hey, I give him credit, dude. He, yeah. A dedication to his craft. 100%. Yeah. yeah. He's not <clears throat> stray from stray from the uh, uh, from the character. and I, I, I'm all here for that. Been, but, yeah, he did. It was rough. He's going to be like, uh, what's his name? Oh, fuck. I just lost his name. The, the bald guy, the... Uh, he's the tag champion. Stone Cold Steve Austin with, with uh, Braun Breaker. What's his name? I can't remember his name right now. Baron Corbin. Baron Corbin. Baron Corbin. Where he does his job. He's a you know no one cares for him, but he does his job, and that's what that's what he's meant to do. And I think that's where theory's going. I care for Baron Corbin. I like that guy. I, a lot. I, yeah. I, I love Baron yeah, Corbin. That tag match, him and Breaker one was pretty badass. Yeah, it's it's fun. He can right? cook a steak. Yeah, he could cook the hell out of a steak and drink a very nice bourbon. Yeah, his fucking mm. grilling videos. Are yeah, like like he drinks like. Bourbon that's like a hundred dollars, like a glass, so like that kind of bourbon, not a hundred dollars a bottle. That, yeah, that's some good stuff. It's, mm-hmm. I bet that is phenomenal. All right, I had Becky Lynch 
as worst on the mic. Mm. Yeah, Becky Lynch was. It, was she, was her, just incessant, just that. I'm the man, I'm the man. The man comes around, the man this, the man that, <clears throat> this. Yeah, I just, yeah. you know what? I'm through with it. You're, you're Charlotte while Charlotte's gone. Mm-hmm. See, but all right, uh, Nate, who did you have as best on the mic? I don't want to say this out loud. Say it. But I Uh-oh. guess I have to. Say, say it. it. I guess I have to. Say it. Say it for the people. Say it for the people. The people's chair. Yes! Boom! He was, great. he was great. Ladies and gentlemen, you heard it here first. He has selected Drew McIntyre. Drew Mac- this is Drew McIntyre's first career, Nate Smythe, Sofa King Smarts Award uh, for Best on the Microphone. It, it won't be his last because he is now Nate Smythe's new favorite wrestler. With that being said, who did you have as best on the mic, Hoovy? The hey Nate, who did you have best on the mic? Oh yeah, say it one more time. Say I forgot. Drew, Drew McIntyre. That's okay. Thank you. <laughs> I had Drew. <laughs> uh, D, uh, we 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 would also have accepted DM Hunk. <laughs> who is Drew McIntyre? Who is yeah. Drew McIntyre. What is Drew McIntyre? <laughs> nice. <laughs> who did you have, Hoovy? Drew McIntyre. Oh, you had Drew McIntyre. Yeah, I just, well. want, I just wanted Nate. I actually. Oh, nice. Yeah, I, yeah. I, I wouldn't mind hearing him say that all the time. <laughs> Whisper it but, to uh, my ear. I, I actually, I went a little different route. I went with Gunther. I thought he was phenomenal on the mic, running down all the people that he's beaten and how there's no one left for him. And then he pretty much, you know, just the way he stared down uh, the entire Judgment Day, and he was like, you know, that who's going to challenge me? The stupid one over there with the fat head, or big head, yeah, that uh, funny, yeah, big, yeah, big head, yeah, that was great. <coughs> yeah, I went with uh, Guther. All right, let's see yeah, here. Not bad. Yeah, those, yeah, those are all, yeah, good, good answers there, boys. Uh, who did you have as the hottest, Nate? Hottest, hottest. Um, It's it's a toss up, but I give the edge Drew to McIntyre. Real, real Ripley. <laughs> <laughs> Damn it! Oh man, that, that would have been awesome. That would have been great. I should have uh, done Rio Ripley. Hold on, can we? Can, we oh, can I start over? We're live, pal. We're live. <laughs> Who's your honorable mention? <clears throat> Liv Morgan. Oh, Liv Morgan. Oh yeah, absolutely, absolutely. What about you, Hoovy? Uh, Liv Morgan in those leather shorts. Whew. Or whatever it was, nice. she is very hot, gorgeous. Like I said, I, I, she was yeah. pulling for the goth very, look. Was uh, <laughs> so good. Oh, that, uh, you know that one time that they had the elimination chamber and she just stuck her ass cheeks between the uh, chains. Oh man, that yeah, sign me up for that. Yeah, it's two seven tons of steel and two miles of chain. Man, that that was a lucky chain that day. I also went with Rhea Ripley from the Elimination Chamber. That was just a phenomenal outfit. She looked wonderful. Mommy was looking smoking in Australia that day. Mm-hmm. See. All right, Nate. Yeah, see. Nate, who did you have? As a, she was just so fucking gross. So fucking gross. So I usually give this award to Nia Jax. However. Uh-oh. We got however. A, someone newbie. I had a change of heart with Drew McIntyre, and I have a change of heart that the grossest person I saw in my television history, and I don't mean that to be rude because I am not a spring chicken, if you will. I am not a hunk. However, 
The answer are. is Shane Baszler. Oh, yeah. Ooh. Welcome to Hoobie's World. You, you weren't a big fan of the gi, the karate gi, didn't get your loins just float floating? I'm sure. Flowing? No, no I'm good. Cool. I'm good. Oh, okay. I feel you. <laughs> I don't blame you there. What about you, Hoovy? The Shayna Baszler Award goes to Shayna Baszler. Shayna Baszler Award goes to Shayna Baszler. Yeah. Well, I have to keep up the standing tradition of somebody on this podcast choosing this young lady, young woman here. <clears throat> and the Nia Jax Award goes to Nia Jax. <laughs> you know, hey. I, I, I'm, I'm not a fan of the of the frizzy hair on Nia Jax. It looks weird. Shit's yeah, yeah it's something about it. Yeah, it's, it's look if weird. that's where you want to start, we can start there. I mean, I don't. I, I. I mean, I love all the ladies, big or small. She, yeah, don't get me wrong. She's she's, she's got a not, not, very, not a bad not, looking face. That yeah. me, J Lo meme. They don't look far apart. Yeah, I mean, there's <laughs> way. You sounded more. like the ladies man. When you said that. Yeah, sounded like what? The ladies man. Remember from Saturday Night Live? Yeah. When, uh, oh. What's the ladies man. He's like, I love all the ladies. I love all the ladies. That's yeah, what, I like all them ladies. That's where I got it from. Um. Oh, I, so I, there's just there's worse <laughs> there's worse looking woman on Raw than Nia Jax. There's a few, so just saying. Yeah. Oh yeah. Chat was but just you know we're going math. total had... package here, and she was <laughs> he was running down the, like a leotard or whatever the hell. Yeah. Yeah. I saw that he was like staring off, and I saw the numbers <laughs> floating around his face and stuff. Uh, like that meme I made on. <laughs> that was, Doing that Mark math, baby. Yeah, we need to put that on the shirt. <laughs> that was so good. We need to put that on the shirt. <laughs> Nate, what do you have as a Sofa King shittiest move of the week? Um, just that that <gasps> to stick with Shayna Baszler, that that tag team squash, uh, putting that on my television screen was the worst move. Yeah, that was pretty bad. Yeah. What about you, Hoovy? I had the pre-spotch on at the chamber. Where Remind me what he did. I don't remember. I just wrote pre-spotch to be honest with you, man. Oh, because it was it was it was something like it was something like he was supposed to go into the turnbuckle, and he didn't go with enough force or something like that, and he just kind of like he was supposed to go to the turnbuckle and then jump over the 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 top ropes, but he didn't push himself enough, so he had to like double do like jump over twice. It was it was pretty bad. Oh, okay. And he's a tall enough guy that he doesn't ever have to jump over it, but he he did it. I don't know why. I'm not sure what happened there. Yeah, I, I I went with the WWE officials preventing Nia Jax from hitting the Annihilator on Becky Lynch. That was the one time I was looking forward to that move because I was so just bored with that promo from the previous 10 minutes of her speaking that once Nia Jax attacked her, I was actually happy to see Nia Jax. So I guess that's the third time I've, you know, enjoyed Nia Jax on the television screen. All right. Are yeah, we, you know what? Are we recording? We're all making hey, some, some changes. Yeah, we're making. Everybody's growing here, guys. You know, one day at a time. We're just trying to become better people. Next week, we're, we're trying to be. We're good people now. We're trying to become great people. Next week, Hoobie likes Breaking Bad. I, 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 Bizarro, you know what? That'd be awesome. Bizarro world over here. Bizarro world. <laughs> <laughs> next week, next week, Hoobie watches Tropic Thunder. That'd be maybe. something. That'd maybe. be something else. Maybe. Yeah. All right. Let's Probably see not. here. Nate, what did you have as the Sofa King awesome move of the week? 
the um <clears throat> the RKO on um Logan Paul where it literally came out of nowhere. The camera work was awesome. Yeah, that was he was really putting good. on the knuckles, and all of a sudden he just came from the the side. You're like, what? He was pumping was, his. He was he was yeah. getting pumped. He was and then yeah, boom! It was great camera work. See, I, I, perfect. Yeah, I would say, I I think it's it, uh, not to undermine what you're saying with the camera work, but it also has to do a lot to do with with Randy Orton's the way he's positioned, because if it was just camera work, the the audience would have reacted way sooner than they did. So Randy had it been like in a good spot yeah. behind the camera to do it. I had that, but then yeah. uh, uh, Xavier Woods' elbow drop into the table was – I thought that was fucking great. The crowd started chanting, this is awesome. So I had that as my, my best move. They, there was one point that match they started chanting, but it was bleeped out for some reason. I don't know. I don't know what they were saying. I think they were saying, uh, I don't you know, know, holy poop. I don't know. It was bleeped out. I have holy no idea. Shite. Couldn't. Yeah, I don't even know. Uh, then, I went with Bobby. La- oh yeah, oh yeah. But then, yeah, thirty we'll get, minutes. Yeah. Thirty minutes later. <laughs> yeah, after Monday Night Raw goes off the air, I'm sitting there looking at my phone, and all of a sudden, this little kid just goes, yeah, "Don't you fucking say shit!" And I looked up. I was like, "What?" I rewound it, and he said it, and I immediately started texting the group chat, and I was like. They just literally said fuck and shit in the first sentence of a movie after Rob. Oh, shit. Holy I, I thought shit. it was during the show. And the middle finger. Like, the first <sighs> thing on USA Network. It was the Continental, the John Wick prequel show. Yeah, like, <laughs> as soon as Raw cut, hard hard cut, to black, then 30 seconds in, not even 30 seconds in, he's like, I don't want to fucking hear shit. Hmm. And I was yeah. like, whoa, whoa, can you say fuck on TV now? I, I feel like you could say it after 10 o'clock now yeah. or something. You get but one. it's after 11. <clears throat> I think you could say it after 11. Because remember Comedy Central back in the day, you, like on the weekends, I, I remember, they would always show the un, uncensored, unedited versions of like stand-up and movies. Yeah, late at night. Yeah. Yeah, yeah they would show like half-baked how it was supposed to be intended and stuff like that. Now, when Raw goes to Netflix, are they going no to try to PG? But are they going to – are they going to like – Will we get a Seth fucking Rollins, or are they gonna try to keep it PG? Oh, dude, we got a Seth fucking Rollins would be badass. I agree. Hmm. I've heard that I, would be dope. I, I've heard mixed things on that. There's nothing concrete because apparently they're still trying to find out uh, what they get, what, what they can get away with, though. But if they do, then you have to go PG fourteen, right? Like, like. Uh, well, I know what they can get away with on USA Network. Fucking shit, <laughs> by some kids. I've, I've seen borderline porn on Netflix. All right, I have seen porn on Netflix. Yeah, I've you seen some savage you want. stuff on <clears throat> Netflix. Yeah, but speaking of, speaking of savage stuff, uh, Chet, what did you have as the most savage move of the evening? Oh, nice, Bobby Lashley spearing Logan Paul through the pod looked devastating. That was pretty good. It was it looked, good. It looked fucking great. It's funny. It's, all it's right, funny. so uh, just it's funny you say that because. I had the Bobby Lashley thing first as my best move, and then the, and then the Randy Orton stuff, and then I decided to go to the woods because I was fucking dope. That's what I do. I don't know how you guys do it. I, yeah, I, nice, I dude. They were all excellent choices. Yeah. I write it down, and then I see something better. I just change it. <clears throat> nice. All right, so Nate, who do you have as the Sofa King Bad Match of the Week? Well, I guess we all know that it's uh, we would probably sweep this, but uh, it was the women's tag team match on Raw. 
Uh, what about you, Hoovy? See. Oh, I went with another women's match. The Raquel Chelsea Green squash match. Yeah. Fair. Yeah. Yep. Fair. fair. I'll take either one of those. Yeah, they, either one. Both acceptable answers. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Uh, if there was a multiple choice question, A, B, or C, A, and B. <laughs> C it is. C it is. C it is. All right, Nate, what do you have as the Sofa King awesome match of the week? You know, I personally enjoyed the women's chamber more than the men's chamber, I think. Interesting. I, thought it was, I was I was more surprised at how good that was. So I think that was better for me. Right on, dude. Huh. Yeah. Heck yeah. I mean, what it, about you? You're not, you're not wrong. Um, I had the street fight. Street fight was fucked. That was awesome. Nice. I almost put the street fight. Almost. But the men's elimination chamber in front of a packed stadium and how well put, put together that match was from Logan Paul's antics to uh-huh. Kevin Owens was just beating the shit out of everybody. Uh, Bobby Lashley throwing two different people through pods. Randy Orton, Randy, RKO, and everybody out of nowhere. Randy. Logan Paul getting uh-huh. his last fist in edgewise, you know, setting up a good mania match. AJ Styles. Flying eighteen hours just to whoop some ass. It was a phenomenal match. And then Nate's favorite new rest, favorite wrestler, not even favorite new wrestler, his favorite wrestler won. So I can't ask for a better match. Yeah, no, it's good. They're all, all they were all great matches. We had, we we were lucky. Yeah, enough, all, yeah, phenomenal. We we're lucky enough to have a great wrestling weekend. And Monday. yeah, 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 we were lucky enough to enjoy some good wrestling. Yeah. Some people take that for granted at the mm-hmm. end of the day, and. I just, you know, I'm just happy to watch it all and no. just enjoy it. And if I don't like it, I'll move on and yeah. hope I never, and I won't revisit don't, it again. Don't cry about it. Now, are they still having different people yeah. produce the matches or is it still, is it going to, is it just Triple H? Do you guys know that? I don't know. I'm just, I'm asking because I'm curious. Oh, it's always been like, it's always different been, people. It's always been different people. Sometimes it's one or two, but, but now that it's, now that, now that Vince is gone. Do we know if it's still like? No, it's still uh, like 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 there. I remember seeing like I can't. I'll get the names wrong, but Jordan, certain matches yeah. from the Royal Rumble that like, <clears throat> Jason Jordan yeah. did this match and Fit Finley did this yeah, match okay. and uh, a couple other people. One of the J and J security guys. If that's the case. They're all doing a fucking great. Job. Jamie Noble. Jamie Noble. Yeah, they're all doing a great job. Yeah, and Hurricanes back there. Yeah. Oh, can can, can we uh, can we touch back on the Drew part where he talks to uh, Jay Uso? You can touch Drew all you want, buddy. Well, I want to get Nate. I don't want to make Nate mad. That's his job to touch Drew. Yeah, he's all yours. Where, he, where he's like, yeah, all yours, like, buddy. All this happened to you. He's like, I'm thankful that it happened to you. That that same line again that he delivered to uh, CM Punk when he got injured. He said the same thing to Jay, and they got into a fight backstage. Oh yeah, that was that yeah. was really good. That was a really good line. He was, but when he said something like, "Nobody, nobody deserves this more than you do." Yeah, something along yeah, those lines. Along those lines. Those yeah. yeah, he's firing on all cylinders. <laughs> yeah, there it is. <clears throat> yes, sir. Let's see, all right. So let's get into some news and rumors. News and Nate, since you are the two belts champion, you go ahead and lead with your tidbits of information, sir. Tidbit number one, WWE has signed free agent Tamatanga 
I'm assuming he's going to show up in NXT, I would think, because uh, he's wrestling that Japanese style. WWE American style is way different. Uh, also, uh, while we were recording, uh, the Three Faces promo mystery has been solved, and it is none other than the Perfect Ten, I Dillinger. Back. Oh, man, that's awesome. Yeah. Yes. Uh, Love Ty Dillinger. And then he's pretty good. He's pretty good. And then um, I had the Ole Anderson thing, but we already talked about that. And I think that's I think that's all I had. Yep. That's all I got to say about that. <laughs> that's pretty good. Oh, yeah. that's, <laughs> thank you. Uh, what what do you have, Hoovy? Uh The one thing that I thought was really interesting is that during the, the time the production company was moving uh, all their stuff to Australia, because it took them about a month to get all this stuff transferred from from uh, Connecticut to, oh, to wow. uh, Australia. Wow. They were supposed to go through, uh, take the, the chamber through Miami and have them basically ship it from Miami down to the Panama Canal and then straight to Australia. But apparently pirates were trying to hijack WWE, the, the cargo ship that had all the WWE stuff. So they actually took their stuff back and had to ship it from Miami to LA and then LA ship it to Australia. So we almost didn't have a chamber match, fellas, because that shit would have been sounds like a big time drug deal gone wrong. I, th- I think that, that would have been crazy. Can you imagine if the, if if that's interesting? That's yeah. Nuts. Like how do you like how do you if if you're a big company like WWE, how do you prepare for that? Like we almost had our well, chamber stuff. First of all, imagine being the captain of the ship, just I, that's carting that shit over there, the chamber over there, yeah. and he's the guy just dealing with the. He's got the guy from the Captain Phillips movie that was fucking with Tom Hanks <laughs> all up in his grill trying to steal the elimination chamber, so he can go back to wherever the fuck yeah. he's from and put on the greatest matches you've ever seen, death matches you've ever seen in your yeah. life. That's a that's a that's a. <laughs> so what they had to, the, huh? Did they have to truck that all the way across the country, like in eighteen yeah. wheelers, yeah. and then ship it out from California? Yeah, basically, that's wow. they, they ship it that's from, from Miami to Long Beach, and then from Long Beach to Australia <laughs> via boat. Which is that's why it took a month to get to get it down there because they, so according, you think they'd ship it in two big cargo planes or something? No, it's it's way too expensive and too heavy because it's two tons of the that oh. they're allegedly that's how much it weighs. Now, seven miles. Seven, of- I thought it was ten miles. No, seven tons, two miles, two miles of, chain. of chain. Yeah. Yeah. So that's Even a couple heavy, trucks. Yeah. That's, a, that's, that's at least a big so, chamber. Yeah, seven on, trucks. On the, <coughs> on the plane would be a, a little bit too much. A little bit too much. Fair. Uh, let's see here. I think that was it. Uh, that's interesting, man. That's nuts. Uh, Dave Meltzer had his... Pirates almost ruined chamber. Yeah, Dave Meltzer almost fucking... I mean, Dave Meltzer. Pirates almost ruined chamber. Uh, Dave Meltzer had his <laughs> awards for the the yearly awards that he does, and surprisingly, oh, uh, surprisingly enough, he had Booker of the Year as Triple H, which is which yes, is, you know, yes. good for him. I yes, think- oh, I bet Tony Khan was fucking pissed. Oh, uh, also, what was it? Promoter of the Year? It was a yeah, Khan, but it wasn't yeah, Tony. Yeah, it was Nick Khan, Promoter of the Year. Yeah. Now, <laughs> Tony Tony Khan, when it when AW first came up, yeah, he he deserved some of those Book of the Year because AW was fucking great. But these last three years, no. Uh, like I mentioned before, he had uh, worst match was Bray Wyatt versus uh, LA Knight. Worst gimmick was the Devil. 
which one of the things that oh, yeah, one of the things that, that I've been, shit. what I've been saying for forever, yeah. and I got shit in the chat the other day for saying that it was the payoff and everything. The worst payoff was the devil and mask. Uh, fuck, what was the? It was terrible. The best match was um, Osprey versus Omega in New Japan, which I didn't see that match, but uh, that was a phenomenal match. I watched. That it. was it was quite incredible. I didn't see it, but yeah, so. He, I, I feel like he got some stuff right this year, as opposed to last year, the years before oh, that. When yeah. they were just WWE well, won Best Promotion. Uh, would you like to guess when the last time WWE won Best Promotion, what year it was? Best Promotion? I would say like in the two, 2000s, like early 2000s. Close. Nate, you got a guess? Uh, 2012? It was 2000. Ooh. Oh, wow. That was the last time WWE won Best Promotion. Pretty much every year since then, it's either been TNA, uh, Ring of Honor, New Japan. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Because, you know, there was a while there where WWE was the drizzling shit. Yeah. Yeah. You know. But uh, is that all you got there, Hoovy? Is there any more awards? Uh, Notable ones? Will Ospreay is the best wrestler in the world, apparently. I don't know. That's I can't argue with that. I get to see him live this Sunday against Kaneshka Takeshita, and it's going to be fucking that, that's awesome. That's going to be a fucking match. Yes. It might, I've already told my buddy I'm going with. It's probably going to be the match of the night. <sighs> if not, Samoa Joe, Swerve, and Hangman, if he's even in the match. Do you have a rundown of, the, of Those what are, matches are happening? Because I don't I, I don't watch AEW. Uh, yeah, I, the, that match, uh, Tony Storm versus Deanna Perrazzo, the Young Bucks versus Darby Allin and Sting. Yeah. For the tag team championships in a street fight, there's a big meaty men match. Oh, yeah. with okay. uh, Big Will Hobbs, uh, Lance Archer, and Wardlow. No Miro, and then uh, FTR versus John Moxley and Claudio Castagnoli. Uh, Daniel Bryan or Brian Danielson versus. Uh, Eddie Kingston. There's one more match Eddie I'm forgetting. Mm. Yeah, that should be a good uh, match. I got it right here. Orange Cassidy versus Roderick Strong. Oh, yeah. And Christian Cage oh. versus Daniel Garcia. Did you say that? Fuck, yeah. I got to see oh. Christian Cage. Just Nowhere on this awesome. card do I see Adam Copeland. Nope. I have to imagine he's going to come out at some point and screw over <coughs> Christian Cage. Because he took the concerto like two weeks ago, I think. Oh, yeah. He, uh, Dave Meltzer has best TV, best weekly TV wrestling is Dynamite. What an idiot! Yeah, it, it, best weekly is just SmackDown, the two-hour show with two announcers for the most part, and has had the best storylines and action for a long time. A couple years now. Yeah, that's pretty much it. Anything else is fucking yeah. stupid. That's pretty much it. All right, well, I got a couple things. Ooh. Let me tell you something, dude. Do you guys know that my son, Nick Hogan, also known as Nick Belay, brother, had a hearing originally scheduled for January 17th, also held the other day. It's now been postponed again, dude, because there's been a new date set for April 13th, because did you know what my son did? No. He didn't do nothing wrong, dude. He just went out one night on November 18th, 2023, allegedly, brother. 4 a.m., Clearwater, Florida, allegedly, 
He was apprehended upon returning home from a bikini contest, dude. Just out there having a good time, scoping babes, looking at boobs, <laughs> and and you know, just bothering nobody, man. Yeah, and then he got pulled over by the five O brother. I'm talking about Clearwater, Florida, not Tampa T, not Tampa PD, dude. Those are my guys. I am a, I have been indoctrinated as an honorary captain of the Tampa PD. Oh. But unfortunately, he was in the depths of Clearwater, Florida, brother, and he refused to submit a breathalyzer, just like I taught him when he was a baby boy. And Bilea's conduct drew attention from law enforcement. He was thus arrested. Allegedly, all these things. My son was not drunk. He was just out having a good time. Looking at boobs. He goes home every night, says his prayers, eats his vitamins, and doesn't bother anybody. And also, please do not look into his previous driving record, dude. I promise you it's not as bad as it looks on paper. Hulkamania out, brother. That was so stupid. Wow. That was great. <laughs> that was amazing, man. That was good. Uh, oh, I'm sweating now. You did great. That was Thank great. You. Thank you. That was great. Just he didn't submit to a breathalyzer, just like I taught him. That shit was fucking great. I almost choked him. When he was a baby. Like I taught him when he was a baby. I almost choked on my drink. <laughs> Sorry. All right. So I also have the identity identity of the henchman slash security guard slash uh, suspended NYPD uh, police officer that Cody Rose brutalized with a steel chair on Monday Night Raw. Uh, this gentleman's name uh, turns out to be a professional wrestler by the name of Nessie Skylark. And uh, I, right. I saw a picture. Yep. He, the name doesn't match the person, but to each his own. <sighs> Uh, but yeah, he posted a picture on Instagram or Twitter and his over his left eye was swollen. So luckily he came out as not as bad as it looked on TV because it looked like his just shattered orbital bones, possible or broken nose. And so, you know, he's doing well. He he got his ass whooped. Whatever uh, $50 and a handshake and catering, hot dog and a handshake he got, I don't know if it was worth all that. But you can also, I would love to be on TV. I'll go back and show somebody anytime. Hey, you want to see me get my ass whooped by Cody Rhodes on Monday Night Raw? And my buddy's like, fuck yeah. Hell yeah. Let's watch it. I mean, I'd be, yeah, I'd be showing that to everybody. On TV, it looked like he had a concussion. So good for him. Because he throws the chair. He had, he had instant CTE, yeah, is he, what he, Nate said. He threw the chair, and then the next, <laughs> the next shot was him like getting up, holding his face. And his eyes looked like they were crossed. It was, it was. Either, either yeah. great acting or, or fucking hell. It was a CTE later. <laughs> All right. I, excuse me. And I got one more bit of news, and this one's nuts. And uh, But also, I, I'm not saying I believe it, but from the gentleman that says it, it just makes the story even more interesting. So Rob Van Dam accuses Vince McMahon of mafia connections amid trafficking lawsuit. While speaking on his one-of-a-kind podcast, Rob Van Dam and Sabu talked about Vince McMahon's allegations. RVD stated that he believes Vince McMahon has ties to the mafia, and Sabu uh -huh. agreed with them. So R RVD, per the quote, says, I am expecting to hear something about Vince McMahon and the mafia eventually. You know, yeah. <clears throat> You know, he's got to be tied up in the mafia. There were certain years you couldn't do anything in New York without working with them. His dad worked with them. They ran the arenas. They ran the entertainment business party. 
pretty much everything you know at one point. So I know there's some stories there. Yeah. So, hold, dude, these Vince McMahon allegations could all, all kind of crazy shit could be coming out. I mean, on the flip side, that's that's a loss. Libel. That's a libel lawsuit if uh, if if they want to pursue that against Rob Van Dam if it's not true too because that's that's a pretty that's a, that's they a, got bigger fish to fry right now but you do have a point yeah but what are you gonna get out of Rob Van Dam yeah a bunch of weed well, here's the thing is that you guys forget how petty Vince McMahon is so it's not about what they t- it's it's not about like how much Bob Van Dam I, I you know what have, even if that gets back to Vince McMahon that's probably not the worst thing being said about Vince McMahon right now. Yeah, <laughs> He shits on people. That's pretty yeah. Like I said, yeah. Like, RVD just smokes weed. But like I said, Vince is petty. Uh, it is a bit slanderous, though. Yeah. I will say. Yeah, that's tough. And it's also RVD and Sabu, two gentlemen who've hit each other as hard as they can in, in the head with a steel chair back in the nineties uh-huh. for for twenty years. So back one when the, the headshots were legit. So who knows what to believe? Yeah. One of the what best- kind of psychedelic vitamins they were on. One of the best live matches I've ever seen, um, Cyber Slam 99 at the ECW Arena in Philadelphia, Rob Van Dam versus Jerry Lynn. And it was that sounds awesome. Jerry F and Lynn? Yes. Cyber Slam 99. I'll never forget it. (laughs) Super Bowl Saturday? (laughs) I don't even know what it's called. (laughs) Are these two t shirts too tight for you, Billy? I wish I knew who he was. I'm the total package, and I'm pissed now. <laughs> so good. That's a pretty good impression, Chip. Thank you. Thank you. you. Said it was I'm uh, my impressions are either really good or bad. RBD and Jerry Lynn. I've I've learned from this podcast. I do a horrible Hispanic uh, <laughs> or a Latino accent of any time. Uh, so I, I have shot away from doing that one. I, I know. I know. I got to stay in my lane. Yeah, we got we got one of those guys here. I don't need to be doing that. Yeah, you can't do that. Yeah. Nah, who we can? <laughs> I can. Yeah, absolutely. But I won't because I speak American. That's why we always say he's beautiful, brown, and always down, boys. See, but yeah, that's all I got for news this week. Me too. Hell yeah, yeah. I'm, I, you know what? That's another excellent show in the books, boys. Yeah. We are what said 39 days away from WrestleMania. Nate, you're going to be there. I'm so jealous. I'm pumped for that. I'm going to be at uh, AEW Revolution this Sunday. So I'm pumped for that as well. That's cool. Yeah. Dude, we got a lot of good wrestling we're going to uh, coming up soon, boys. The next three weeks of SmackDown, we got The Rock. We got Heel Rock. It ain't going to be, I mean, just cherish this while you get it because it might not ever come around again. And it's going to be badass. I every all these people got their panties in a wad about their WrestleMania didn't go the way they wanted. Just let it play out. It's all been awesome since we had questions a couple weeks ago. Now they're you know it just gets better every week. I, you know this is this WrestleMania has turned out to be the most anticipated in a long time. I was really pumped for last year's, but I think some things are going down this year. I think both nights are going to be spectacular, good matches. And uh, Roman Reigns is going to defend his title and still walk into that press conference going, we're in the bottom of the sixth. I told you boys last year, it's just the bottom of the third. So you fucking Cody, Cody finishes his story at Mania 41. (laughs) But all right, well, that's all we got here. You know what? If you guys could give us a, do us a solid, if you could go to our YouTube page, our Spotify page, we now have a Facebook Sofa King Smarts podcast fan page that you can find on Facebook. 
If you could please like, subscribe, and follow those. We're putting out great content every week. Multiple review, pay-per-view reviews, UFC reviews. We're going to start doing those. And, uh, you know, just give us a like, follow, and subscribe. We're just going to keep pumping out good content for you guys. See, Hell yeah. Hell yeah. All right. And for that wonderful, beautiful brown guy over there, Hoovy, and Mr. Two Belts down not, there, not Nate. My name's Chet Vonchetsky, and we'll see you next time. This guy's the brown guy, not that guy. Peace. He's not brown. Thank you for watching Sofa King Smarts Podcast, yeah. And if you could do the Macho Man a favor, yeah. If you could please give them a like, follow, and subscribe, the Macho Man would appreciate it.